0: Bridge toll, California customer service number.
1: Highway miles to the gallon. Ford Focus.
0: Thailand cave rescue
1: operation. What is schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California.
0: Best Western hotels.
1: How old is Ronaldo? What happened
0: with Big Brother what took engagement? How long before give? a wedding should I send out How many save games the dates? Are in the first series? Use IMAP to check find email on other email clients. Identify That's fonts, fonts where
1: from where to
0: were four best. years Brian in Welcome to. The the Voices of Search Podcast. My name is Benjamin Shapiro and I'm the executive producer of the Voices of Search Podcast. And today we've got a special episode for you, which is going to be guest hosted by Jordan Cooney, who's the co-founder and CEO of Previsible, which is an SEO consulting and education company that helps support enterprise businesses, scale organic search traffic and educate their organizations. And this podcast is also sponsored by Hrefs. All right. Here's an episode of the Voices of Search podcast, guest hosted by Jordan Cooney from Previsible.
1: Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. This is your host, Jordan Cooney. Today's our second episode, and we're going to be diving in with Craig Harkins on the scaling of your enterprise SEO team to support both product and content. I'm really excited to get into this topic as we review how Apartments.com, a co-star group company, Leverages SEO within their organization. Craig, welcome to the show. Hey, great to be back. Awesome, Craig. So, I know yesterday we dove into the topic of your career, um, also the how you're forming this team, and I'm really, I'm really want to understand a little bit about what, what makes an enterprise SEO team, and how is your team different?
2: So, enterprise SEO, it's more in the you know one. There's the number of pages that we touch which is you know, millions of pages on our main website. But then there are other websites that we also run SEO efforts for. So it's not just one at website, apartments.com, but we have other ones for rent.com, apartmentfinder.com, and, and some other websites that we support for different aspects of the rental marketplace. So we look for ways to scale those efforts on what works for apartments.com and how do those features translate to other websites so that we can work to expand our reach that way. And the other aspect of enterprise SEO is you're not a, siloed self-contained SEO team, you are working and partnering with other teams, UX design, product management, marketing, executive leadership. For us, it's also working with other divisions of CoStar, sharing information between you know, some of the other verticals that CoStar goes after.
1: So let's break those up, Craig, because I think these are two really critical components to the enterprise role right? The first one is the complexity of the sites and the ecosystems that we're working within. And I'd love to learn a little bit more about that co-star group component, what it both means domestically, internationally, and how you guys coordinate across different um, uh, properties. And then the second piece, let's also dive into that one, which is more around the teams, right? This matrix that we work within. But on the first question, Craig, tell me more about the CoStar ecosystem and how you've been looking at the SEO strategy across the properties in the group as a whole. So
2: CoStar group overall has a number of real estate focused verticals. And so each of those verticals have their own SEO teams and SEO strategies because there's slight differences in each market and how we approach it. But we do communicate with each other to share some information, share what's working for us or what tactics we're testing so that it's not just one team and one set of knowledge. We can we can share some knowledge around. It's it's like being able to attend your mini tech SEO conference. In-house um,
1: tech SEO conference. Just yeah. in-house. <laughs>
2: yeah, just just in-house. And those kind of those ideation sessions and brainstorm sessions have been really valuable because we get to share what's working in different areas and how to apply it in, for me, how
1: to apply it in the rental marketplaces. Awesome. And when you think about that, tell me where your your head goes. And, and I think this is important for our listeners, where your head goes in terms of like the scale that we play at, both like domestically, internationally, and how do we think about like, not just the fact that, in many cases, we have a lot of complexity on these sites because we're dealing with different countries and regions and locations, in some cases, just even in the United States, so many different locations we have to deal with, but then also, like how do you prioritize right like I mean, when you have a lot of different websites at your disposal, how do you make these decisions around what comes first?
2: yeah, the prioritization, I would say, is one of my biggest jobs as. As the lead for the team is determining where do we need to focus our efforts, and you look at search volume, you look at you know addressable market, you look at our business goals, like which product areas are we really looking to grow? Because there are some areas where these pages drive a lot of traffic, we just need to keep that running. We want to look and see how do we improve the renter experience end to end, so starting from a search engine search coming into our website and getting what they need? How do we make sure that we're still delivering on that? Are there any ways we can improve on that? And then if there are other product initiatives that, well, today they don't earn a lot of traffic, but it's on our strategic roadmap that it's an area that we want to serve. So we push resources to those things as well, kind of our startups within the enterprise. And that also gives some variation to the jobs. There's a, I'm working on on the big ship, I'm working on the mothership and and all these big things that drive a lot of traffic. And then I get to work on this little startup idea and grow it from something really small to something big. So you can see that ramp up in growth as you're identifying the new opportunities and and new market segments. And And it all goes back to providing a great experience for the consumers that are coming and using the site and using that to partner with our customers that are signing on to be on our marketplaces.
1: I mean, this this reminds me a lot of some of my time at eBay where we would take non-U.S. English-speaking markets and we would test things in those like Australia or Canada before we would do them on the U.S. site simply because it was less risky they there wasn't as much revenue attached to them if some massive negative thing would happen we wouldn't get as much challenge or or much as much you know slack from executives when it comes to that but that prioritization exercise is really the key about uh, the key component of the leadership roles in SEO which is what your mantle is which is like how do i prioritize the work and what sites do i Want to focus on and put energy into, and where am I willing to take bigger risks or bigger take on bigger opportunities depending on the site? So, yeah, and Jordan, to that, you know, I don't know what the setup was at
2: eBay back then, but these days, you know, SEO testing has come a long way. Like we've got a lot more capabilities to A B test different SEO features. And so at Apartments.com, we have a research and analytics team that we partner with and we work to, we're always running SEO tests. That's part of the roadmap. You can always say like, I think that if we do, you know, we change titles or we change a page header, or we add content to the, the site that it's going to be a benefit. And we have, we write up like why it's a renter benefit and why we think it'll work. But you don't just deploy straight to prod. We run testing first because even though things make sense, sometimes they don't work out the same way. Like Google doesn't score our pages the same way as we think they would score. Even our consumer research says they would score. So we always have to test that. And I love when I'm surprised. (laughs) Because then I'm like, wait, why did that
0: happen? I go back
2: and it gives me something new to learn. And we've seen it. The search results today are nothing like they were five years ago. It's always going to be changing. So that's something where as SEOs, we get to continually grow. We get to continually learn stuff, break stuff, build stuff. I mean, that makes it really fun.
1: I really love that you brought this topic up because this is what drives data-driven SEO. And a lot of enterprises today still believe that SEO is some black box of never to be discovered insights and information, which is just totally false because SEO, like any other lever or channel, can be measured, it can be calculated, it can be formulated over a period of time, and it can be developed upon over a period of time. It requires a discipline, like a testing environment, to be able to do those things. And it's amazing that you have that at your disposal and can leverage that, to get better outcomes and to continue to grow and develop yourself and your team.
2: Yeah, because in past roles, I haven't had that kind of testing. So I've kind of had to hack it by grabbing a few individual pages and hard coding some changes and seeing what happened and then using that to make the business case for for doing the larger change. Uh, Being able to write up a business case and say, we're going to test this. We're going to A-B test it from an SEO perspective to get That real data, statistics—you know—significant data—it makes the decisioning so much better,
0: no doubt. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So, you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E.io.
1: And I know we've brought up A lot of different components here. We brought up marketing, analytics, and and product and all these partnerships. I want to get real specific with our listeners. And I think it's important for our listeners to to understand, especially in the enterprise ecosystem, where SEO sits. So I want to know where SEO sits inside of the CoStar ecosystem. And then what kind of resources do you have as the director within that SEO ecosystem? Yeah. So... At
2: Apartments.com, the SEO and content team live within product management. So in the past, like content may have been under marketing, but we needed content specifically for SEO purposes and content that integrates in with our other changes to the website product. So that team now lives in the SEO team. And that makes it very integrated so that we don't have to go into someone else's priority map to say, I need content written for these pages or I need some you know, content formulas generated and tested. We don't have to go get on someone else's queue to wait for the content to be done. We can just have that within our sprints, within our testing sprints or development sprints to, to get that built. And then we partner with the marketing team on building that content and then they can take that and promote it via social or other channels for the content that works for their goals.
1: This is really interesting. So I know that you've probably in your career, I know I have in my career, experienced this this product versus marketing switch that happens within the SEO and content ownership. And I'd love to just get your perspective on what are some of the advantages of being in product and how unique is it that you have both content and technical SEO components in product. Yeah, well, this is
2: the first time I've had that end-to-end integration <laughs> in, in one spot.
1: So I've been jackpot? Are, we, are we talking this is a jackpot then opportunity? Yeah, okay, it, all right. <laughs> yeah, it's a
2: jackpot opportunity.
1: It's there's a lot. I can't
2: complain about resources or, or anything now. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> So when I've been in SEO on the marketing side, our complaint was always like, well, we need the dev teams to do this stuff, but we can't get on the product roadmap or we suggest it would be really great because it would help our marketing goals. And I get back the message, yeah, we'll put it on the backlog. Right. Which means you're never going to see
1: this. It's not going to happen.
2: <laughs> if a product owner tells you it's going on the backlog and they don't tell you what sprint it's going to be put into, then no, just you got to call them every week and and until you get on the queue. <laughs>
1: exactly.
0: And
2: then being in product you get that integration into the roadmap, especially for enterprise. So if you're working specifically content SEO and it's really WordPress-driven or CMS-driven, then you know you can be a marketing, you can achieve a lot of those goals. But for an enterprise site where we rely so much on SEO technical features, we've got to be in product to get those things accomplished. No doubt. And so being in product, we have... Direct access to the development teams. We put stories into the sprints. Uh, we work with the other product managers to prioritize. And there's always that, you know, give and take of, okay, your product's features are a little bit more or more important than this sprint. They've got to go, they've got to go first. We're gonna layer in the SEO features and have that all integrated. But you know, I always get a certain number of SEO features and user stories in the different development teams each sprint. So we always have something going forward. And that's key because you can create all the recommendations and have your site audit and know what you need to do. But if you're not getting it implemented, you're not accomplishing anything. And at the end of the day, I want to point to those accomplishments.
1: That's right. I think that's the jackpot, right? Is the the ability to... And, and for all of our listeners, I think this is really the important piece. Is like the ability to define... The problem statements and opportunities, uh, we call these things like audits and assessments and these SEO checklists and all core web vitals assessments, all these things we do to analyze the situation, but then the ability to implement it, the ability to prioritize it, the ability to create the tickets to execute. You have that end to end. And that's really a powerful place to be. So, Craig, when it comes to resources, I mean, you're obviously not steering this ship alone. What kind of skill sets are you looking for? What kind of talent do you need on the team in order to drive that strategy and those efforts forward? Yeah. So on the
2: more technical SEO side, uh, we look to have product managers to take those SEO features and write them up into user stories and make the product specifications, the acceptance criteria, and get those through with development so that we can launch and have that, you know, own that roadmap for those SEO product features and report back on the outcomes. And we've got analyst role that is really looking at, you know, maybe not ready to own an SEO roadmap yet, but knows SEO and can provide that research and analytics and the strategy background to help us with the research and prioritization. And those are kind of on the technical SEO side. And then on the content side, we have got a team there that's content writers that kind of do any kind of content around that's more long form, and then UX writers and product content writers that are helping with microcopy, not just for the SEO pages, but for all the other product features, like any pop-up on the website that's a a modal or helping users navigate are things that we help define. And also kind of all of our help center content, kind of any content that Engages with the user experience, so we're helping drive the overall user experience there from a content and a technical perspective.
1: That's uh, an interesting set of resources and skills, and it's it's fun to hear how the SEO requirements and skill sets of us has evolved over the years. For you to lead off by saying, "Hey, I need product management skills, someone who can really take the ownership of a roadmap." That's such a powerful thing to say. I mean, just 10 years ago, for an SEO to be in that position would have been really tough to find. And today you have team dedicated to that kind of work, which is really an amazing, amazing place to be. I think and a great opportunity for SEOs in general as they look at their career growth is this need for product management, this need for content strategy, this need for taking those skills and, and kind of defining their growth path forward.
2: Yep. I would say that, you know, if and I'm just gonna throw it out that we are hiring for our SEO team still, so uh, you know we are in Atlanta, Georgia, and so if you've got those SEO skills and you're looking to grow more and take your technical SEO knowledge and be able to have a roadmap and work directly with developers and not just throw recommendations over the wall but actually own them and implement them, then reach out. I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, Craig Harkins on LinkedIn. And I've got my open roles uh, posted there. We're hiring for an SEO analyst and SEO product manager or SEO strategist.
1: Awesome, Craig. And in our show notes, we'll include both Craig's LinkedIn profile as well as the job openings available at apartments.com. Craig, as always, a real pleasure to not only spend time with you as a fellow enterprise SEO, but also talking in, in detail about what CoStar and Apartments is doing. I really want to appreciate your time and your effort in sharing your both your story, as well as what you're building from an SEO team standpoint. That wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thank you, Craig, again for joining us on this episode of Voices Search Podcast. And thank you to all of our listeners. Please join us again tomorrow for another episode on the Voices Search Podcast.
0: Okay. Thanks to Jordan Cooney, the founder of Previsible. If you'd like to get in touch with Jordan, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is JT Cooney. That's J-T-K-O-E-N-E. Or you can visit his company's website, which is previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E.io.